Wilkinson, a research student with De Montfort University, doing a joint venture between the English and Education Department. So to get this podcast started, I'd like to first discuss the pandemic. And without question, the pandemic has completely turned education on its head. And I think that's something we can all agree with. And particularly here in Leicester, we've really felt the impact of the pandemic especially because we've been through so many localised lockdowns that it just doesn't feel like anything really got a chance to get back to normal. The pandemic has disrupted the flow of teaching and learning for the entirety of the education sector, but I think the most important thing that we can look at now is the intersectional marginalisation of students from low social economic backgrounds. And I think this has really been brought to the forefront of both the political and also the educational agendas right now. And really, this is what my research is focusing on. Those students that have been covered by a cloak of invisibility and are not being seen. So if I asked you to think about news stories that you heard about education during the pandemic, you'd probably think about the GCSE scandal. You would think about algorithms and teachers' predicted grades. But all of this is about GCSEs, A-levels and university places. And none of it focuses on alternative education students like those that study functional skills English with me in my classroom. But don't worry, because it's not just you that didn't think about them, nor did anybody else. And that's including the government. On the 25th of February 2021... The government released a statement saying that GCSEs and A-levels would be given predicted grades based on teachers' recommendations. They said in their report that we appreciate that this has been a stressful time. There has been a great deal of uncertainty and many of you would have missed out, not just on teaching and learning, but the support of face-to-face contact with fellow students, friends, families and employers. And yet, this same consideration was not given to Functional Skills English students. In fact, in the same report, it says, if you need to take a qualification in functional skills, for example, in order to complete your apprenticeship, then you must still be able to take an assessment in line with public health measures. So the question has to be asked, if we have to recognise that GCSE students weren't going to be able to do an exam, then why should functional skills? Why is it any different? Now, for those of you that don't know, Functional Skills English is a literacy qualification and since the 2019 reforms it's actually deemed equal to GCSE but it doesn't get treated that way and this is only the latest representation of how the qualification is not held in the same regard as GCSE. It isn't recognised by universities, it isn't recognised by most employers. The students in my classroom are being told a lie. They're being told that this is an equal qualification that will give them the literacy skills they need for life. But what's the point in a qualification if nobody recognises it? If nobody knows what it is, what it does or why it's there? And quite frankly, my students are getting a raw deal. So that leads me to my research. The research title is Defining Functional Literacy, an Examination of Human Capital Agendas and Equal Opportunities for Functional Skills English Students in Leicester. It's my hope that through this research, I can explore the relationships between socio-cultural constructs of language, transnational literacy organisations that define literacy's functionality on a global scale, and the resulting educational policies here in Britain. 
addressing the ways that language itself has been reshaped into a policy literacy through globalization, human capital agendas, and market solutions, and the resulting marginalization of its alternative provision students. This research will be the first step in addressing the new relations of policy dynamics, looking specifically at further education colleges right here in Leicester. And my research will focus on four pivotal moments that lead us to today. Firstly, the political construct of functional literacy. Second, the conception of functional skills English as a British qualification in post-2010 era. Thirdly, the 2015 Ofqual report, which prompted a re-examination of the functionality of functional skills and a redefining of functional literacy in line with the transnational global literacy recommendations of the OECD and human capital agendas. And fourthly, the post-reform era, examining core literacy skills before and after 2019, both on a sociocultural, political literacy and economic level. My methodological approach will be split into four sections. The first will begin with empirical research, looking at official records, reports, press releases and conference information. From all this, it's my hope to gather information on why functional literacy was defined the way it was, why that changed and why it continues to change. Secondly, I'll use a semi-structured questionnaire to look at teachers in the FE sector teaching functional skills English. From this, it is my hope to gather their perspective on what functional literacy is and what it's used for and why. Thirdly, the data collected from these questionnaires will be used to create semi-structured interviews with both teachers and students of functional skills English. And all of this will be done in the aim of evaluating the correlation, if any, between the 2010 and 2019 functional skills English qualification reforms and the changing conceptualisation of functional literacy in Britain. At the start of this podcast, I talked about how my students are getting a rough deal. And they really are. I want to drive home that this research is not just for me, it's for them. For every single one of the students that are sat in my classroom now and will in the future. There is both a social and a moral imperative to ensure an equal opportunity for every single student to progress into either employment or higher education. This is a call to action for all teachers, all academics, all individuals that care and do not want students to become invisible. Now is the time to show them that they matter. Thank you.